At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hi, everyone. It's Sarah. Here's where we are in the story. The Israelites were afraid to face the people living in the promised land, so God told them to go back into the wilderness. The adults were to live the rest of their days there, and in the wilderness, their children would grow up depending on the Lord. God promised to then, after 40 years had passed, bring their children into the promised land. As the Israelites were wandering in the wilderness, a man named Korah worked together with his friends Dathan and Abiram to convince 250 other leaders of the community to rebel against Moses. They accused Moses and Aaron of being power-hungry in their roles as priestly leaders over the people. Korah's rebels also said that they deserved to be in priestly leadership roles just like Moses and Aaron. Moses responded to them by telling them to let God confirm who he set as his priestly leaders. Each of the rebels would do this by burning incense for the Lord, then letting the Lord respond as he wished. Moses chose this as a test because only priests were supposed to burn incense. So Moses knew that God would judge those who weren't priests accordingly. Let's pause for a second. Can anyone remember who the Lord chose to lead the people out of Egypt? Moses. God chose Moses to lead the people. Moses didn't try to seek that position on his own. It doesn't seem like Korah's rebels were remembering things quite right and it probably won't end well for them. Back to the story. Moses reminded Korah that God had already chosen Korah and his people for specific roles as Levites. Being a Levite was very special because it allowed them to be near God's presence as they took care of the tabernacle. Then Moses warned Korah that it was actually the Lord he was rebelling against because he was acting like the role God gave him wasn't good enough. Moses tried to meet with Dathan and Abiram too, But they refused, saying they couldn't believe Moses made them leave Egypt to live in the wilderness where they were going to be left to die. Now, friends, let's remember who actually told the people to go into the wilderness and who had been guiding them through the wilderness with a cloud of his glorious presence. It's been God the whole time. We've seen in previous stories that there are major consequences when the people grumble about what God has provided for them. So let's see what happens this time. Korah's 250 followers came to the tabernacle entrance with their incense burning the following day. And once they arrived, God split the ground open beneath the camps of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, swallowing the men along with their households and all of their belongings. Then the earth closed on top of them, making them vanish from the Israelite people. Then the Lord sent a fire that burned up the 250 men who were offering incense by the tabernacle entrance. The incense burners from the fire had now become holy because they had been touched by God. So Eleazar, Aaron's son, was instructed to gather all the incense burners together. After he collected them, he hammered them into a thin sheet and placed it onto the altar as a warning to the people that only descendants of Aaron should burn incense in the presence of the Lord. The next day, the whole community began grumbling against Moses and Aaron again, blaming them for the rebellion's death. As they gathered, the cloud of the Lord's presence covered the tabernacle. God heard their grumbling against the leaders he chose for them and was ready to show them their own consequence for their sin. 
Moses had Aaron take steps to purify the people, but the plague had already begun. 14,700 people were killed before God stopped the plague. This was a major consequence for the people's sin. But friends, you need to know that even though Moses was very faithful to God, Moses made mistakes too. Shortly after this story, Moses disobeyed one of God's commands, which resulted in him being unable to enter the promised land. Wow, friends, our story today showed a super clear picture that all of us are sinful and all sin has consequences. Let's review with a few questions. Question one, who actually chose Moses as a leader of the Israelites? Who actually told the people to go into the wilderness and provided for them daily? Question two, what was Moses' consequence for disobeying God at the end of the story? Question three, why do you think there are consequences when we sin? Korah's rebellion against Moses resulted in some major consequences for the people of Israel, and Moses' disobedience resulted in serious consequences for himself. Because God is perfectly just, that means all sin has a consequence. Romans 6.23 actually tells us that what sin results in is death, and we can all agree that we saw that in the story today. But because God is also perfectly loving, Romans 6.23 doesn't end there. It says, But the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. That means if you accept God's gift by admitting you are a sinner, believing that Jesus paid the penalty for your sin on the cross, and confessing that He is the Lord of your life, then you will have eternal life and get to be with Him forever. That's all for today, but don't forget, Today's story was just another small story within one big true story, the story of God and His rescue plan through Jesus. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.